0: Saturday Morning Magazine continues. Thanks for sticking around. The Supreme Court has ruled that North Carolina's top
1: court did not overstep its authority when it struck down a congressional redistricting plan as excessively partisan. For more on that, Jeff Hamlin now with former state Supreme Court Justice Bob Orr. There was a huge body of law against the position taken by the uh, Republicans in this case. I think that you have prominent uh, conservatives like former uh, Judge Michael Ludig who assisted in the argument uh, against this uh, position taken by the Republicans. And really, almost from a, a practical standpoint, it was inconceivable that uh, the sort of extreme position for those advocating for this independent state legislative theory uh, it just didn't seem any way that they could prevail. What is surprising, you know, you've got a, a, a six-vote majority, the three Democrat appointees and three Republican appointees, all unanimously agreeing uh, on the, the decision. And, you know, one of the points that nobody's talking about is uh, the case begins with the jurisdictional question whether the Supreme Court should have actually decided it.
0: That's true. And I thought some people were taken aback by that. This ruling has a significant impact nationally. For now, at least in the short term, how much of a difference will it make in North Carolina now that the state Supreme Court is has a, a Republican majority?
1: Well, I don't think uh, the decision will have any immediate impact on the redistricting litigation, which was at the heart of the the case uh, or probably going forward when the legislature redraws uh, the district uh, during this session, uh, I, I do think it had uh, far greater national uh, implications in that uh, it drove a stake through the heart of the uh, the advocate for this independent state legislative theory, and I think that's one of the reasons Chief Justice Roberts and the majority wanted to go ahead and decide the merits as opposed to putting the case down the road by saying there wasn't jurisdiction. I think they made a decision that this, uh, this needs to be stopped here and now, and this opinion does
0: And that was a theory that Donald Trump tried to use when he lost the race against Joe Biden back in 2020. Could you see Donald Trump still clinging to this theory if he winds up in the general election again next year?
1: Well, considering he's still clinging to the uh, to the lie that he somehow won the twenty twenty election, he'll cling to anything that he thinks has any traction. But uh, the the U.S. Supreme Court's composition is not going to change, and I think that six vote majority, three Democrat appointees, three Republican appointees, were pretty clear that that trying to use this particular theory somehow uh, manipulate the electoral college votes by the states or or give state legislatures uh, unbridled authority uh, in that context and and in others. Uh, I I just think they have no grounds to stand on them. And so, uh, you know, Trump may try and... uh, uh, Promulgated, but it's going
0: nowhere right well two bills moving forward right now in north carolina's legislature would change a number of rules for future elections statewide and republicans have defended the changes as needed to help improve people's trust in the integrity of election results do you see this ruling of impacting either one of those bills no
1: i really don't i, uh, I do think and i'll put a plug in i'm involved with uh, the North Carolina Trusted Elections Network and my co-chair Jennifer Roberts, former mayor of Charlotte, and we're putting together and uh, along with Catawba College, uh, the uh, an independent study of the North Carolina election system. Uh, it, it really is a very complicated process that I don't think people fully appreciate. And uh, but I don't think the independent state legislative decision that came down today will have any particular impact uh, on that pending legislation.
0: Now, you mentioned that commission that you're a part of with former Charlotte Mayor Roberts. Can you tell us more about that, and what is it looking at? You said it's looking at the election system in North Carolina?
1: Yeah, we're, we're going to be putting together, uh, in conjunction with uh, Professor uh, Chris Cooper, Professor Michael uh, Bitzer, Professor Martha Kropp, and, uh, uh, and the Calva College, College Carter Center, uh, a commission of probably in excess of 60 people, representative of voters from all across the state, of different political uh, affiliations, with the idea of studying a broad range of uh, election issues uh, and actually trying to decide what are the best practices? What are we seeing nationally? Uh, what's North Carolina doing really well? What can we do to improve it? How can we provide better staffing and financial support for our local boards of elections and our state election process?
0: You're listening to Saturday Morning Magazine.